Always fun. You're listening to The Dollop. This is a bi-weekly American history podcast. Each week, I tell a story from American history to my friend... Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. I'm going to put the mic yeah. thing on. Does that look... Were you, you didn't say anything? The mic thing was coming off. <laughs> no, it looked great. It was very phallic, and it's covered in fur. There's hair all over it. Is that from the floor? Or did you? Ha- well, who else would it be from? It's Jose. Why would else? But you be put Harold? it down for like one second. It doesn't matter. Your house is filthy, dude. The carpet isn't made of him. We'll be right back. <laughs> God, do you want to look at it, dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny. Not Gary Guerra. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the tickling podcast. Okay. You are Queen Fakey of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle and do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. Um, uh, so this, uh, this podcast is sponsored by subscribers on Patreon. We want to thank each and every one of you for giving. It is awesome. You get, what, you get eight podcasts a month? If you give a buck, that's like... Mathematically speaking, 30, that's $30, 30 a podcast. 30 bucks a pot, yeah. Yeah, and Super that's cheap. easy. Um, also, uh, we are on the All Things Comedy Network there's a network of podcasts. You can go check them out at allthingscomedy.com. There's a bunch of good podcasts on there. Get on it. 55 of them. Get on it, girl. All right. Did I do that right? Do what right? Say get it. Get on it, girl. No. I think did. I did. No, David. July 1838. July. Oh, July. July 1838. I thought you said July 1838. I was like, what year is this? 1838. Yeah. I thought there was a comma after the 18. So you thought that I was doing 18... July 18th, 38 38 AD. 38 p.m. Bass Reeves was born a slave in Crawford County. I should have looked up what... I assume that's Tennessee. He was the son of a woman owned by... Most most people are. That is true. (laughs) Well... But it could have been the son of a man. Sure. Owned by William S. Reeves, who had served in the Tennessee legislature before moving to Arkansas. He would eventually serve in both the Arkansas and Texas legislatures. Okay. The, the dad would. Hot man around town. Dad. Slave owner. Slave, yeah. Slash dad, in your opinion. <laughs> <De>, Deadbeat. <laughs> the dad. The dad guy. Master. Papa. Owner. Dad. You mean his papa? When Bass was eight years old, William Reeves moved to North Texas. There, Bass was a stable hand and a blacksmith's apprentice. But he was black. Blacksmith. Yeah, he's just a smith. Bass then became William Reeves' manservant and went wherever Reeves went. Okay. I think that's a step up. I don't know how. Yeah, man. Yeah. You can put that on a business card. Yeah. Now, you got, now you're building a resume. And your slave. Uh, pardon me. Manservant. Excuse me, sir. Manservant? I didn't spend four years in servantry school to be called slave. Servantry school. Mm-hmm. William Reeves also allowed Bass uh, to use his guns for hunting. Okay. So there's, okay. A lot of... Uh, it's very trusting of your slave. A lot of slave. trust. Yeah. That is a lot of trust. Very trusting of your slave. Very Django. It quickly became apparent Bass was a very good shot and very quick. This gave Bass self-confidence. Okay, cool. Bass quickly surpassed his master, who was a poor shot. 
Oh, that's, that's, that's like in Caddyshack. You got to lose. You got to lose the game. You got to start shooting errantly. William Reeves was not even slightly concerned that his slave was so good with a gun. Instead, he took pride in it and bragged about it and entered him in turkey shoots and other contests. Turkey shoots. Okay. Turkey shoots. Sure. Bass was such a good marksman that he was quickly banned from all gun competitions. I mean, I feel like part of that is because he might have been. Yeah. <laughs> There's, you, dude, and you, anyone, it's like anyone can enter. Unless you're black. Then yeah, we can do well, whatever. The black guy's too good. Sorry, you didn't say he was good. <clears throat> He's showing up the whiteies. You can't beat white men. Mm-hmm. William Reeves joined the 11th uh, Texas Cavalry before the Civil War. Okay. And Bass served with him in battle. Okay. So wait, because he's a manservant, so obviously he's going to So is he just, like, telling him to shoot, like, when he would shoot? I I assume... It's almost like a video game. Well, he's fucking... Shoot! He's fighting... He's serving with a guy who's fighting to keep him a slave. Oh, I didn't even think... That's fucking cute. What the fuck? That's amazing. It's so fucked up. He was like... (laughs) You're the good shot, not me. Come with me and shoot. The people are trying to free you. Uh, I'm a little conflicted. Uh, you keep hitting the tree. I know I keep hitting the tree. Those guys should win. <laughs> Must have slept funny. Uh, Bass was at the battles of uh, Chickamauga, mm. Missionary Ridge, and Pea Ridge in Arkansas. Sometime during the Civil War, Bass was playing cards with William Reeves, and they got into an argument. <laughs> so Bass punched Reeves in the face. Jesus. Which is generally not... Is that frowned upon? I mean, as far Walk as... Walk me through the etiquette of this relationship. What I know about the slave-owner... Manservant! What I know about the manservant-owner relationship is that the manservant is not supposed to strike the owner. Something tells me that if you're a former slave who's turned into a manservant and you punch the man who used to own you... Oh, he's still a slave. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's just a man... It's just it's just his, his, his new... He's not, not like a field slave. Now he's right. a manservant slave. Oh, so he got, like, upgraded in the terrible... It's a slave upgrade. Right, okay. The slave grade. He's still owned by another human. Okay, well, then my my guess is that you become a a regular slave as soon as you punch him in the face. (laughs) You're no longer a manservant. Uh... So, by the way, think of how much you got to piss somebody off to like break that rule. Oh my god, for a slave to punch you in the face, you have to be such a dick. You have to be. I mean, that's you really got to. Well, I'm killing myself. You have to be running across the line. So worth it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So Bass ran off. Okay, and he ran to Indian Territory in March 1862. Okay, which is the state of Oklahoma. Okay. Reeves lived with the Creeks and the Seminoles. And I thought you were going to say in the Bloods. And the Bloods. The Creeks and, and the, the Bloods. Crips. And he learned to speak the Muscogee language and the languages of other tribes. So he, Okay. So now he's living so with So now the, he's like a Native American Native, linguist. Now he's a Native American. A lot, a lot of slaves ran off and joined the Native American. Would probably... probably Where else would you, you go? Probably people you can have a little more understanding yeah. with. Hi, we're both getting fucked. I hate white people. We oh hate white God. people. Oh! Room, barn. I, I punched one. Get, get in here. Come on, come on. Get, get the food. Get the, get the food. maze. Um. So, uh, at some point, Bass joined a unit of Union soldiers made up of blacks and Native Americans who fought the Confederate Allied tribes. How is that not a movie? Right. 
That would be that's. Do awesome. you know how it's not a movie? Because white people. Because it stars black black yeah, guys that's right. and yeah. Native Americans. Right. No, but it it's got to be. How is that not a fucking? You know why it's not a movie? Because they fought other tribes. They weren't fighting. They weren't fighting the Confederate. I don't think so. I mean, maybe they did, but from what I read, it sounded like they were just fighting. Well, Hollywood it up a little, Dave. We'll do that in post. Yep, we got that. See you on set. After the Civil War, Reeves, who got got married right after, uh, went to uh, Van Buren and he bought a farm. I don't know. I couldn't figure out how that happened. I couldn't find out where he got the money to buy a farm. Okay. But after the war, he went and bought a farm. Okay. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe he won it. Maybe he won it. Uh, he wanted to be a farmer and a horse breeder, but that didn't work out. Okay. His experience led him elsewhere, and he ended up working as a tracker and a guide for U.S. Marshals. Okay. Which makes sense because of the Native American experience that he had. He learned how to track, and he knew the land. Right. The Indian ter- Territory was, at this point, very, very lawless. Criminals were pouring into the territory from all over the U.S., and death was a constant possibility. Fun. Don't Quote, look at me. You could just lose your life over your hat, your horse, your gun, your woman, any damn thing. The Indian Territory was where the majority of deputy U.S. marshals had been killed in the line of duty in the history of the marshal service. Over 130 were killed in the Indian Territory, and Indian policemen were getting killed as well. Some say it was the greatest battleground between crime and law in the history of the United States of America. Well, that is quite a statement. <laughs> there were Native American police officers? Yeah, they yeah, so they had reservations. So For how many? Uh, four. Okay. No, six. The 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 Smiths are coming. Okay, got you. <laughs> um so in in uh in the territory, there were fugitives and murderers and bank robbers and bootleggers and castle rothers. Pretty much any criminal one could think of was in the Indian Territory. <clears throat> okay. Well, that it sounds was, fun. It was a pl- also a place where criminals could go and just change their names. Just cut? They could... would just say, hey, I'm Rex Francis now. Hey, uh, nice to meet you, Rex. God, you look familiar. Oh, yeah. Hi. Sure your name's Rex? Yep. Yep. How do you spell it? R Y A. Can I see some ID? Uh, you know what? I left it in uh, the uh, bank. I, well, I, get over I, here. Uh, hi. Hey. Hi, I'm Rex. No, we did this. Oh. I'm the same guy. Oh. Yeah. I, oh, sorry. I'm Jeff. What? Yep. Um, My name's Jeff. I'm a poet. Okay. Gotta go. Wait. <laughs> Gotta go. I'm meeting Bobby over there. That guy's name's not Bobby. It's, now it is. <laughs> this is where we change names. This is where... Uh, children in the area had a song. Children? Oh, what was your name in the States? Was it Johnson or Thompson or Bates? Did you kill your wife or fly for your life? Say, what was your name in the States? Wow, what? Just a kid's a song? Kid song. Catchy. Just kiddies. Little kids singing about killing your wife. And changing your identity because you did it. <laughs> Regular kid stuff. Kid shit. Uh, federal court for the Western District of Arkansas was moved to Fort Smith in 1871. Isaac C. Parker was made the federal judge in 1875. His nickname was the Hanging Judge. Um, Before that, it was uh, doesn't take a lot of shit, Judge. Okay. Uh, short, short, trigger, Judge. Okay. Uh, never saw a guy he didn't want to kill, Judge. 
A lot of nicknames. Hmm. They seem to get clearer. Before that, it was Bob. Wait a minute. Was it Rex before that? It was Rex. Yeah. God damn it! It's Rex again. Parker ordered his chief marshal to hire 200 deputy marshals to cover the almost 75,000 square miles of Indian territory. It's quite a large area. It's big. It's a big area. It's big. Bass had learned uh, to track. He knew the area. He could speak the native languages and was good with a gun. So he was perfect. Parker hired Bass Reeves, making him one of the first, if not the very first, black deputy U.S. Marshal west of the Mississippi. I mean, this needs to be a movie. Fucking, he's the first guy. That's awesome. Yeah. Must be really weird, though, like, because you can't get word out on that super easily. Like, it won't spread that fast. So, like, for the first time that a white person sees him is probably oh. like... <laughs> I'm sorry? What? <laughs> is this Halloween, motherfucker? What is this? Freaky Friday. Is that what they call it? Freaky Friday? <laughs> Freaky Friday. Uh, he was, uh, Bass was not as good with a pistol as he was with a rifle. So a marshal named Landon taught him the best way to handle a pistol. And Bass practiced every single day until his skill with a revolver matched his skill with his rifle. Okay. Reeves would ride out into Indian territory with a pocket full of warrants, a cook, a chuck wagon, and a single... Posse man for backup. Posse man. Posse man. He used the skills he had learned uh, from the Seminoles to track men while leaving no trail. Okay. There was no uh, calling for backup back then. Obviously, there There wasn't radio. Uh, Hey, boys, come out by the old creek. Could you get some fellas down here? There's nothing. nothing It wasn't there? No, that that didn't happen. You might want to double check. Uh, you had to deal with whatever came at you. Often, marshals would be ambushed at night while they were sleeping and killed. Fun. Yep. That's how I want to go. Yeah. Uh, Reeves was illiterate, so he had to memorize all of the warrants before he left. Boy, that seems so much harder. <laughs> also, like, you had to keep them in order so you knew which one was which. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, or you can't... F- breeze is your enemy. Fucking learn to read. Ugh. The that amount of time be, you're spending memorizing stressed. all these fucking warrants, Ugh. why don't you learn how to read them? Shit, I forgot all of them again. <laughs> Shit! Hey, I'm back! Where, so, where one more your, time. Where are all your criminals? Uh, it's a long story. Why was it a long story? Where are the f- criminals? You went out, you've been out for fucking seven days. Can we run through the names again? Oh, fuck, Bass! No, no, listen, it's not what you think. Can't you just learn to read? Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know why we keep you on. <laughs> okay, the gun's good. Uh, the so, names, please. It's Bob, Rex. Bob, Rex. Wait a minute. Wait a goddamn minute. Uh, not only was it a dangerous place to be a lawman, uh, but there were also jurisdictional complications. Like, he could arrest a Native American who committed a crime against a white or a black, but he couldn't arrest a Native American who committed a crime against another Native American. Hmm. Then that's where the Native American police would... Right. That's out of your jurisdiction. Yeah, but I'm right here and I saw it. Mm. Nah. Nah. Nope. We're going to need the chief of chief to come in. Reeves wouldn't just track down people on uh, the warrants. He could also make on-the-spot arrests for serious crimes like murder, assault, arson, rape, robbery, and incest. Fun list. Yeah. Uh, and marshals were paid per arrest, so that's uh, there you go. Pretty good incentive. Yep. No, he was fucking his sister. Sure. Feels like it's still similar. No, this guy was fucking his sister. I swear to God. Yeah, I saw him. So can I get some money for this? Give guy? me money for this sister fucker. I didn't do, I didn't do shit. Shut up. Uh, they also got a per diem fee and money for feeding prisoners they were transporting. 
They would go on 30-day journeys to make arrests. This is a great job. Jesus Christ. This is a great job. It's not much of a life. No, it's horrible. All right. Well, this will take two years. See you guys in two years. I memorized the 12 names. Bass' first kill came when he was arresting a bootlegger and his armed bodyguard. They were selling whiskey from a horse-drawn wagon. Bass approached, and the bootlegger raised his hands. But the gunman was not happy that he was being arrested by a black man. That's the situation we all feared. Someone not respecting the badge. Right? Yeah. Quote, A black badge don't mean a damn thing to me. He swung his rifle towards Bass, but he didn't have time to connect. As he swung the rifle, Bass fired two shots into his chest. Jeez. He was dead before he fell over from the driver's seat. Don't fuck with Bass. It's hard to tell that for sure, though. Got to take the pulse on the way out. Uh, Well, I think that... There's a look in your eyes, maybe a wink. A wink. Have you heard of the death wink? No, I didn't yeah, know. When that. people get shot in the chest right before they die, they wink. I think he was just being cute. No, he's dead, Charlie. No, that's a death wink. <laughs> Eighty miles uh, west of Fort Smith, there was a place known as the Deadline. When a deputy marshal from Fort Smith crossed the Missouri, Kansas, and Texas railroad tracks, he was taking his life in his hands. <laughs> On every trail... It's always railroad tracks. Yeah. Even now. Yeah. It's always the other side of the tracks. Yeah, it's still the same. They fucking tracks. They fucked everything up. I don't know what happens. Uh, On every trail, there would be small cards posted warning particular deputies that if they crossed the deadline, they would be killed. Can't say they weren't up front. So there's just this place Mm -hmm. where there's just cards like... Marshal Frank Gibbons, if you step over this line, I shall kill ye. Uh, well, just got to keep going. Here I go. <laughs> Bass Reeves had a dozen of these cards for him, and he did not take them lightly. Smart. Yeah. Bass Reeves was said to be meaner than... He probably any- didn't know what they said. No, he, he was like, no look idea. at these cute cards. Look, someone said my name again. Someone th- said my name again. I think it's this tree's birthday, too. Happy birthday, dear Bass Reeves. The marshal's an idiot. Bass Reeves was said to be meaner than anyone he tried to catch. That was pretty much standard for marshals back then. They were more frightening than the criminals they were hunting. That's interesting. That makes sense, right? That's interesting. Who else would go fucking hunt a criminal that had killed a Psychopaths. Um, some of them been, had uh, been outlaws themselves previously and now had a badge. That's weird, too. Yeah. Frank, I didn't know you were a marshal now. Yeah, my name's Rex. When are you going to get the hell out of here? <laughs> <laughs> Reeves had a reputation and was very respected by the Indian nations. Sometimes Reeves would haul back 15 prisoners at a time. Jeez. Many of whom were murderers. Jeez. Yeah. In one famous incident, Reeves and another marshal put a stop to a race war in Braggs, Texas. Wow. They arrested 25 men, black and white, who had taken part in the attacks. That's got to be so weird. Like, I, I, it, just thinking of the time, like, white people were probably just like, what the hell is he doing to us? How does he, well, I'm in the middle of a race war. I can't be arrested by a black man. I the hate- whole point of a race war is that I don't get arrested by blacks. <laughs> I mean, really? He's like, no, you don't understand. I don't respect you. You can't arrest me. 
I'm killing your cunt. I don't believe in your rights. I don't even think that you're a human, I, sir. I choose to waive that right. Did you just call him sir? I'm very confused about our race war. <laughs> oh, shit. Another time, Reeves rode into a lynch mob as they were hanging <laughs> a prisoner that they had caught. And he rode right into the middle of the angry mob, took the prisoner, and rode off without ever saying a word. <laughs> People were like, what? I guess it's... What just? I guess this is happening. Did the black guy just take? Did a, did a silent black man just come through here and take our prisoner? I've been seeing a lot of them lately. Goddamn silent black men! Terrifying. We should have a race war. Yeah. Uh, Reeves uh, was so about the law that he even arrested the minister who baptized him for selling illegal liquor. He was like, I baptized I put you. Put you in the water. Sorry, I sir. What the Sorry, Father. Do I get it? Is there like any get out of Shut up. free card? Shut up. Oh, fuck. You're a fucking son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Classic basshole. Uh, you son of a bitch. He was arrested. He, uh, he also arrested his own son. What? Ben. <laughs> Who does that? He arrests everybody. And your He's son. fucking Bass Reeves. Take no shit, Reeves. That's... Hey, just ground me. You're under arrest, fuckface. Ah, it was a prank. It's not his name on the warrant. Fucking learn to read. <laughs> just plain I can't believe we got him to arrest his own son. Hey, he arrested his cat. <laughs> He's an idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mittens. No, seriously. You're going downtown. I told him to arrest a tree. He did. Oh, shit. He brought it back. <sighs> this one didn't go easy, boys. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, so he arrested his own son, who had been who had been his own son, who had been charged with killing his wife. His son was convicted and given life in prison at Leavenworth. I guess I should have waited for the crime. <laughs> when you put it like that, yeah, all right. The highest moment of his career came against robber Bob Dozier. Dozier. Dozier had been a farmer who, by choice, left that profession to become a criminal. Interesting. Oh, this is so boring with the corn and then the corn. I hate security. Corn and then the corn and then the corn. I want to rape and murder. I'm off. Well, Mom, I'm off. I'm going to town to rape and murder. (laughs) But you're a farmer. (laughs) I don't think... I don't think that goes with rape and murder. Dum 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 da dum da da dum. Going to town to commit some crime. Do da 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 dum da da da. Going to have myself a real good time. The worst. I'm gonna rape and I'm gonna murder. I'm gonna have some fun. I'm gonna do what I wanna do till my day's done. No, <laughs> just, no, just skipping stones. A little bluebird lands on his finger. <laughs> Bluebird. <laughs> hey, criminal mascot. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, Dozier did pretty much everything. Bank rob, robbing, cattle wrestling, swindling, holding up stagecoaches. Cattle everything. wrestling? Ca- cattle wrestling. Rustling. Rustling. Okay. I was like, wrestling uh, is a wrestling. sport. I he also, he wrestled horses. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was wanted for a long time. Uh, Reeves and a posse tracked him and caught up with... Dozier in 1891 on a steep, thickly wooded ravine during a thunderstorm. When they reached the bottom of the ravine, there was a shotgun blast which whizzed past Bass's head. Everyone jumped off their horses and made for the trees. Bass saw a man slowly moving from tree to tree and shot him. That man fell down. 
but there was still one left. Now, Bass's position had been given away by the gunshot, so he jerked upright, took a step away from the tree, and fell to the ground as if he had been shot. That's not like that. It was quiet for several minutes. And then Dozier stepped out and laughed, thinking Bass was dead and the posse had run off. Okay. Can we have a time yeah, out real go, quick? Yeah, go. So, I, I... Okay. I get... I like Baz's thinking. Mm-hmm. That's... I like that thinking. Mm-hmm. I always like that sort of... But this... Mm-hmm. If there's no gunshot, there was... Did he shoot his gun when he did it? I think that... I think that... Yeah, he shot the other guy. He so. shot the guy, but then when he fell and pretended to but get that, shot, did but, anyone but shoot? But Dozier might have thought the gunshot was... Oh. For Bass. Oh, okay. I'm assuming. Okay. Either way, pretty quick thinking. Yeah, for sure. Uh, (laughs) He's doing that. I'm missing flights. uh, Right? (laughs) Yeah, smart. Idiot. Dozier then started to approach Bass. When he got close, Bass rose up and told him to drop his gun. Uh. Dozier thought for a moment, then dropped into a crouch and tried to shoot. Bass pulled the trigger and shot Dozier in the neck, killing him instantly. What if he just thought he misheard him? (laughs) No, I said drop your gun. No, don't what, drop what, and what, shoot. No, you said no, you said stop shooting. Shoot. That's crazy. Yeah. He's That's no, badass. No fucking joke. That's what I like to call bazazz. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> um, he also mm. always had to deal with ra- racism. One time a group of marshals were transporting a group of federal prisoners to a penitentiary. One man watching took exception to a black man with a gun issuing orders to white folks, even though they're criminals. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, these are days when that doesn't matter. And the bystander was very vocal about it. Then a local police officer agreed with him. Mm, Interesting. The cop pulled his gun and pointed it at Bass. And then Bass pulled his gun. They were ready to shoot each other when a senior deputy marshal stepped in in between them to prevent the two lawmen from killing each other, or at least from Bass killing the white cop. Yeah. How great would that have been if they'd fucking shot? That's each so. Other? That, but like, that's what I. So I guess. I mean, I guess the idea is that you just. It'll like everything else. It'll get more normal. But this is like he's the Jackie Robinson of black cops. Yeah, basically. Right. Reeves' reputation grew so much that criminals had nightmares about him. There's a story in a Texas newspaper about a man who had tried to set his fiance on fire. Well, I mean, you know how stressful weddings can be. Oh my God! Just everything was just the flowers, and we gotta have. You know, and my brother-in-law has to be there, and so and all his kids, and you know, you can't invite all your friends. How uh, many groomsmen are you gonna have? That's it, Shelly. I'm gonna set you on fire. That is such a crazy way but to try to kill. Somebody. The crime is tried to set her on fire. <laughs> yeah, right. So, oh, I forgot the matches. So he wasn't good at it. How do you? How are you? How can you be bad at it? I don't know. Uh, so the guy is uh, wanted and he went to sleep that evening he had a nightmare that ba- Bass Reeves had shot him while he was trying to escape and he went to the jail and turned himself in wow <laughs> so just his existence was he's, making criminals stop he's like Sheriff Freddy Krueger <laughs> look at that cat Goddamn yeah. glorious just strutting around with a pink hmm? collar it's a, it's a red bandana dude he's a blood it's pink in 1884, the Bunter brothers were terrorizing the Indian Territory. They were thieves and cops. Want another cake, motherfuckers? I don't know if it's that kind of Bunter. Huh? I don't know. Well, we made you a pound cake, okay. baby. It's fine. You can just leave it right here. 
You leave it right here. Uh, are you enjoying your cakes from the Bunter Brothers? Yeah, they're good. Can you just leave? Oh, are they? Well, thank you. We'll be back. Another f- Sucker. Come on, brother. Yeah. It's a very good cake. Exactly. <laughs> Enjoy it. I don't think these guys... Hey, eat it with some milk, bitch. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. We're the Bunners. Thank you, Bunners. Okay. We make bun and pound cake. I, okay. Yeah. Th- I love pound we cake. Make, yeah, we make... But mainly buns. All right. (laughs) (laughs) There were thieves and cop killers. Bass came across them one day on a trail. The brothers pointed their guns at him and ordered him off his horse. As he stepped close, they could see the badge on his coat. The oldest brother asked Bass what he was doing there. And Bass replied, well, I've come to arrest you. Got the warrant right here. Calm. The weird casualness that freaks criminals out. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm here to get get you guys. But we're pointing. We're the most badass motherfuckers in the whole, uh, you know, area. Right? <laughs> we're well, the uh, most badass. There's three of us. Mm-hmm. Super badass. Oh, there's three. Yeah, oh, super badass too. So you're the blunder triplets. Bass then took out the warrant and handed it to the eldest. Can you read that? Yeah. <laughs> what does this Can say? You does that, that say your funny? name? I got them all mixed up in the. This says Clemens. <laughs> Damn it! What about this one? Rex. Ah! The brothers looked at the warrant. And the long list of crimes of which they were accused. While they were doing that, Bass pulled out his Colt forty-five and fired two shots. <laughs> Just at him? Yes. He, hold, he, he handed to him, and they started reading it. Hey, I don't remember sh- Larson. Oh! And he shot two of them. He shot two of them? Yeah. Right in the chest. In the chest? Two of the Bunter brothers fell dead. The older Jesus. pointed his gun at Bass, but before he could pull the trigger, Bass grabbed the gun pushed it into the air, and then pistol-whipped him with his own gun until Ooh. he was knocked out. Ooh. Mm. That was the end of the Bunter Brothers. Mm. That was fast. That was good. No more cakes. Another famous outlaw was Jim Webb, who was an arsonist and a murderer. Bass caught up to him at a ranch house. Webb pulled a loaded revolver, and Bass just smacked it away. Jeez. Then he put Webb in a chokehold with his left hand and drew his gun with his right hand, which he pointed at Webb's face. So like Noogies with a gun. Well, Noogies with a gun. That's actually going to be the name of the movie. Right. <laughs> Noogies with a gun. Guys, the title's not testing well. Is his name Noogies? No. No. Noogies is what, uh, you know, like a crazy uncle gives a, a nephew. It's Because it sounds like his name is Noogie, Noogies with a gun. No. No. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think we might be dipping in some racial territory that's a little sensitive. <laughs> Right then, Webb's partner, Frank Smith, shot at Reeves. He missed him with both shots. Bass turned and shot Smith in the gut. Mm. Smith died on the way back in the wagon. Webb was given bail, and of course, Bass tracked him down again. This time, when Webb saw him coming, he immediately started shooting. He <laughs> shot Bass's hat and the reins of his horse. Bass just jumped off his course horse and quickly put three bullets in web jeez good lord right yeah yeah he's the fucking shiznit uh reeves wasn't a perfect lawman though in april 1884 reeves shot his cook william leach while he was out on patrol this goulash is so bad it's a crime that's crazy gets the staff in line though so what happened to your yeah goulash yeah yeah okay that's fair 
But that, like that, so then the next time you're interviewing a cook, so what the last, what happened to the last guy? I killed him. So, don't like goulash. Yeah, anyway. Cold soup and go fuck itself. I'm Bass Reeves, goddammit. I don't like thick soup. Bass Reeves likes hot soup. I don't like thick cold soups. Uh, wounded, Leach slowly died. There was an inquest, but ba- Bass avoided being charged. But in uh, two years later, in 1886, the U.S. Attorney's Office was filled by a Democrat. Being the pro-slave party, they were not big on black guys who had shot white guys. So Reeves was then arrested for killing Leach. I mean, here we go. It's hard to pick a side here. <laughs> <laughs> They're both bullshit. His badge was taken away, and he was charged with murder. He sat in jail for three months awaiting trial. There was different testimony. One man said Reeves and Leach had argued over a stray dog, and that's why Reeves had shot him. Well, I think we're all hoping that it's that one. I think someone who wrote the movie Silverado read the Bass Reeves story. <laughs> Have you seen this puppy? Have you seen Silverado? No. That's one of the storylines is that two guys used to ride together and they got into a fight over a stray dog. What is the fight? Oh, how do you, what do you mean? They, over whose dog it was? Well, one guy, yeah, they they picked up a dog while they were committing crimes and it was like running with him and then... Then That's at some like point, such adorable like the, criminal dogs behavior. Got in like a horse's way, and the guy shot him, and then they they had a fight over it, and they stopped being partners. Jesus, trust me. Okay. <laughs> but Reeves and other witnesses said it was an accidental shooting that his rifle had gone off while Reeves was trying to dig a faulty cartridge out of the chamber with a knife. Both both compelling. If your gun is fucked up, you fucking stab it with a knife. Yeah, you kill it with a knife. I'm going to attack this gun with my knife! Because that's because the, there was just one guy that said it was a stray dog, and everyone else said that they'd seen the knife thing. He was acquitted of murder. But he was financially ruined by the trial. He had to sell his home to pay his legal fees. The trial had clearly been racially motivated, but Bass was not going to back down from being a marshal and picked up his career where it left off. But the push against black men working as Fort Smith employees was gaining steam. The Confederates came back into power in the 1890s, and Reeves was transferred to the federal court in Paris, Texas, to get away from the climate. He retired from the Marshal Service in 1907 and joined a police force in Muscogee, Oklahoma. He died of Bright's disease January 10th, uh, January 1910. That's a kidney. I thought it was when someone didn't close the blinds. No, too bright. It was really too bright. Okay. Close those blinds. Killed a lot of black guys. Vampires. Vampires. Suffer from Bright's disease a lot. Uh, He was written about in papers all over the country as a shining example of law and order in the the West. Today, Reeves' grave cannot be located. He brought in over 3,000 criminals. Wow. And killed 14 during his career as a marshal. He was never shot except for in his hat. (laughs) Where's his hat buried? (laughs) Wow. Hat did not make her. That's crazy. Yeah. There, he, good, should, he should. He should. a movie. How is that not a movie? How is Bass Reeves not a fucking movie? It's just great. Yeah, I mean, it's a. It is a lit. Like there, there is, there is just something gratifying about like in Django and Chain, just watching like a black man get revenge on these yeah. people. It's something oh, no, it's that's just delightful. Ugh, I can it's keep, delightful. Keep eating like a goulash. Like a goulash. Um, yeah, I love you. Hmm. Not you, the fan. Excuse me? I went at the show Saturday night. I got on stage, and as soon as I got up, there's silence. And someone goes, boy, she pops. <laughs> <laughs> boy, she pops. 
and that it's, it's like those are things that you don't like i mean that's what i said right away i was like oh that's great how are you? and then you're like there's a room full of people Dude, like, what the hell just no happened? Idea what's yeah, happening. yeah yeah i got a weird fan hey they were very sweet uh, all right we signed cards yeah Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with gareth and jake i don't remember how we did it but either way fun half hour comes out tuesday august 22nd and the episodes will be out every tuesday and friday we're here to help oh hey there everybody it's gareth you know from this uh this podcast uh listen i've got some stand-up shows i'm inviting the garmy the gareth army to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it let's see you there